World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Well, I saw somewhere, I don't know exactly where it was, I saw it. You know, statistics lie, and liars use statistics. That's what I've always heard. But I saw somewhere that... Uh, um, 85% of people in Washington, D.C. Metro, a big circle, 85% of them voted Democrat. Did you guys know that? 85% of them voted for Joe Biden in the last election. That's, that's unbelievable. And then to think that somebody's going to be able to go there and get a fair uh, trial, an unbiased jury, that's, that's foolishness, isn't it? It's foolishness. But that's what's happening with a lot of those J6ers and uh, we know that we've been following that very, very uh, quickly or very closely. So we got a, we got a uh, man. We got a breaking news story here today. Dave Summerall from uh, Stop Hate. You, you guys all know who David is. Been on with us several times. He had the opportunity yesterday to testify. Well, I think yeah, uh, was it yesterday? I lose track of time. One of these days, and uh, was testified at the, at the Proud Boys uh, hearing. Yeah, and I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but certainly the prosecution is doing everything they can to keep the truth out of the trial. But David was able to get in there and testify at that Proud Boys trial. And from what I understand, he kind of shook the rafters a little bit because the jury certainly didn't know anything that David had spoken about. So I'm going to have David come up. He's driving home to his uh, abode there in Texas. He just left D.C. So he's in his he's in his truck rolling down the highway. Betty, I hope he's got one of your fuzz busters with him. I don't know if he does or not. But before we get to David... I want, I want to bring in Jeff Klein because uh, Jeff's got, uh, I believe in miracles, right? We all believe in miracles. Jeff's got, got a powerful story to tell today. So, Lord, we just pray that the words of our lip, meditation of our heart be pleasing in your sight, and we be encouraged and edified. You be edified in Jesus' name. What, give us a story there, Jeff. Well, Coach, we've been praying for, geez, I think it's 10 or 12 days. Wednesday before last, Macy, my granddaughter, went in that hospital mostly gallstones and stuff, and it was horrible. I mean, it affected her gallbladder, kidneys. They kept finding something every day. I mean, it was it was amazing. We were worried about the life of this 20-year-old granddaughter of mine. So day after day, more things problem coming up. White blood cell count went as high as 17,000. Heart rate would go as high as 180 beats. I mean, just, it was horrible. She was scared. And she's a happy young girl, you know what I mean? But she's, you know, most young kids, they think, well, I'm not, I'm going to live forever. And here she is laid up in this hospital over there. And every day I'm texting with my daughter, texting and calling, texting and calling. And she sent, you know, so we got churches praying. We got new beginnings praying. We put them on the call them all list. We got church of God, Matt's church on the call them all list. Another church. Live praying. And day after day, last Tuesday in the church in the garage, we decided that we were going to do a prayer and fasting the following Tuesday in the garage. Now, our idea was let's do prayer and fasting for Pastor Bill Dunphy that's in the January 6th crap. And now they're making up more lies about him. So we're like, all right, let's do a one-day fast, pray for Pastor Bill next Tuesday at church in the garage. So anybody want to do it could do it. Just kind of a corporate thing, but as volunteer, if the Lord led you to do it, and do it. I called Pastor Bill last Tuesday night and talked to him about it. Told him what we're going to do the following Tuesday. He said, Connie and I are in. Now, he just went through all the crap of this heart problem in the hospital. They wanted to put him in the hospital. Oh, it's just, so here's Pastor Bill's heart issue, they're saying. My granddaughter's in the hospital. So just as of the last couple of days, we're getting all these messages to Macy that God's going to bring her through this. Just keep praying, young lady. Now, my daughter's born again, comes to church once in a while with me, but Macy, not sure about. 
so here's this ordeal. You know, I told him last night in the garage, 12 years old, 14 years old, 16 year old. Every time I would talk to her, she would get mad, peer up, cry, and storm away. Grandpa, I don't want to hear that. You know what I mean? It's been that way for years. Young kids just don't want to hear it because they're indoctrinated. So we go all through this. And as of uh, Monday night, she's telling me she's hallucinating off these drugs and stuff. They're trying this drug doesn't work. And they try another drug. And it's just been horrible. And, you know, I'm getting to the point where, Lord, are you going to heal her? Are you going to bring her out of that hospital bed? It's kind of like that ordeal with Ricky for days and days and days. We're just like. They're saying he's going to die. So, you know, yesterday morning I get a call from Myra encouraging me. I get a text from, oh, geez, I can't think of his name now anyway, Craig. And when I'm getting to Monday, Tuesday morning, Craig says, well, since you can't go to that hospital and you've been sick and you got a cold and stuffy nose, you could drive to that hospital and pray outside the hospital. And I thought, why didn't I think of that? Thanks, Craig. You know? So here I am Tuesday. I'm thinking, okay, I'm probably going to have to drive over there today. This is our day of fasting and prayer. And then all of a sudden I get a call in the afternoon, in the morning. Macy is turning the corner. It is, the levels are dropping and it's been 10 days. And they're hoping, just hoping that she's going to get out of there Tuesday. Tuesday afternoon, yesterday afternoon, my they called me and she said, looks like she's getting out of here. And so I was just, I was in tears. And so we go into the garage and I tell him, I said, look how this worked out. This worked out the day of the Lord, that God brought Macy out of that hospital on the day we're fasting and praying in that little garage. I said, this is a miracle. I called Pastor Matt because he wasn't coming up last night. Pastor Bill was. So we get in there and at 6.15, Macy calls me on my phone. I told her that whether they're out of the hospital or in the hospital, call me at 6.15, we'll be doing prayer and praise in the garage. She calls me. I put her on speakerphone and man, there was people crying in that garage. It was, she was just, she started bawling. Thank you all for your prayers. She was just crazy on the phone. And so I had pastor Bill pray with her speakerphone and oh, she was just, she was going crazy. Usually she don't want to hear from grandpa, but last night, we were both crying on the phone and everybody in the garage was crying. So we're sitting there about 7.15 and all of a sudden, and Pastor Bill's going. He's into it. He's hammering the church and why we got problems in America. And the back door opens and there's my granddaughter and my daughter wow. walking in church in the garage. And I told him in the prayer session, in that prayer request, you know, pray for these people. And pray for Greg, her dad. He didn't believe in God. I said, now, Macy and Ashley have never been to this church in the garage in four years. We've been doing this. Never. Never stepped foot in the door. All of a sudden, she walks in, and I get up and walk back here, and I hug my granddaughter. And she is just so thankful for the prayers and for what God just did for her. And my daughter hugged me. So then, then Macy testified to the group in the garage. She's mm. trying not to cry and tell them the story. And it was just incredible. And then Janelle got up and sang a song, How Great Is Our God. The whole group was singing. I said, Macy, they're singing this for you, honey. And it was just, so then she stood there. She couldn't hardly walk. She's, I mean, she's in pain, a lot of pain. Because they had back-to-back surgeries. One day went down her throat, took the gallstones out of the bile duct. The next day took her gallbladder out. And they said, they never do that. That's too much tragedy on a body. That's why she went into shock and all the things she was in. So she left there with the book of John living in Christ in her hand. And she said, grandpa, I'm going to have plenty of time to read this. And I will be here next Tuesday night in this garage with all of you. And about everybody was clapping and hurrahing and just hallelujah. Pastor Bill said, now, young lady, you got plenty more Tuesdays to be in this garage. She said, I'm going to be here every Tuesday in this garage. Oh, she just tickled. So I told him, pray for Greg, her dad. You know, and she stood there. Was this was amazing? They both looked at me because Greg and I had our differences when Macy was born. She was a New Year's baby, my first granddaughter, New Year's baby. I took him outside ten minutes after she was born, and he addressed. He mentioned this thing. Well, I don't believe in God. And I said, Whoa, 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 buddy. We'll deal with that thing later. But right now, you're going to man up and father this child. And I, I ripped him. All my relatives were mad. 
<laughs> so I told him, I was, we're standing there last night, and Macy actually looked at me, and she said, Dad, don't tell Greg that we stopped here at church in the garage first before we come <laughs> home to see him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I just, but it was a wonderful, wonderful night in the garage, day of fasting, and my granddaughter's home, yeah. and she is just, I'm going upstairs this morning. I said, when do you want me to come tomorrow? I said, you want, you want to call me when you're ready? She said, no, Grandpa, you come whenever you want to come. I'll be ready to see you. I said, all right. Yeah. It was great. But thanks, everybody, to the prayers. Everybody's praying. Just thank you. Amen. God's real, huh? God's real. We rejoice with you, Jeff. Uh, it's, Boom. Uh, yeah. We don't feel what you, you feel because it's not our daughter, our granddaughter. Your brother, we, we rejoice with you. And then real quickly, before I bring David Sumrall in, Kendra, we're going to hear your story. Kendra, last night, I saw it on Facebook. She was part of a group where she saw for the first time a demon cast out of a girl. Tell us that story, Kendra, quickly. Okay. Started volunteering with the street ministry, and this is my second time to go out. And God has been preparing my heart. I don't know why I've been fasting and praying, doing a dry fast for three days, and then I felt led to continue on. So I've been praying and fasting. And last night I go out, and um, the, a lady is sitting there, and she starts like a, a demon starts manifesting. I've never seen this. Like she's speaking in a different demonic tongue, and she's angry, and she it's just like hissing at the the pastor that's there. And I was, I mean, I knew immediately there's a demon inside this lady and, you know, it's fighting us. And so we took her around the back of the building and I looked at the pastor and I said, are you ready for this? I said, he said, this is what I do. And I'm like, <laughs> All right. so we start praying over her and the demon was fighting and it was just so real. And then we became in unison in our prayer. And finally she just fell backwards and you could feel like, I mean, I could feel the power of God with, with us, you know, and then you could feel like it, it was just, it was gone. I mean, we just kept praying to make sure, you know, that there wasn't more than one or something. And I mean, she got done and she was just thanking us and crying and I'm crying. I'm just like, wow, I've never witnessed that in my life, but it's so real. And I've always, I've been, mm. it, it was just amazing. So <laughs> God's not dead. He's surely alive. Whatever. I wish I could sing. I'd sing that song a little bit. Well, bless you. Bless you. Bless you, Kendra. Uh, man, oh, man, what a time to be alive. There's great stuff going on everywhere, friends. And I'd, I'd, uh, I would take more time and let you all rattle on right now. But I've, I've got, uh, got our buddy Dave Summerall hanging on out there at StopHate.com. And I don't want to, you know, David's not able to tell us the whole story because certainly the trial's still going on. But he had the opportunity. Uh, believe it, folks, you know what? what all the information David Summerall has. He had the opportunity to testify at the Proud Boys trial and uh, was kind enough to jump on, on the phone with us on his way back to, uh, to Texas. So, David, give us a full report there from somewhere outside of Washington, D.C. Well, brother, I am right in the middle between there and the home. I've got uh, maybe not quite the middle. I'm in Tennessee, just got in uh, across the state line a few minutes ago. Beautiful morning beautiful morning. Thanks for having me on. And man, I tell you, the teasers for this show are going to be amazing when people go and look it up. It's a little bit uh, deceptive, brother, I got to tell you. And it's not intentional. It's an honest mistake. Sure. I, I testified in the Chris Alberts trial uh, and, and it's another trial that's going on there. Oh, sorry. It wasn't I the Proud get... Boys trial. It wasn't the Proud no, Boys. I, I... Okay. No, it wasn't, but I got to okay. go in the Proud Boys trial while I was there, which was amazing. And, and let me tell you, that experience in itself was worth the trip to D.C. Judge Kelly is an animal. Judge Kelly, oh, listen, Carmen is one of the uh, uh, Proud Boys attorneys. She is amazing. The older lady, she's been practicing for years, and and uh, she, is, she is not shy to object. She was objecting, objecting, objecting. The judge was just overruled, overruled. And, and, and the way he's shooting this down, he, he literally told her, if you keep object objecting, I'm going to put you in the hall for a five-minute timeout and uh, make you sit in the hall by yourself. I mean, he's just overbearing to such a and, – and you can't hide that. I mean, that's in front of everybody. It is just hmm. berating and browbeating. 
and 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 you know if they're going to have any room to appeal you've got to object anyway because it, that seems as if of course judge kelly is is going to be you know the dictator up there in the chair and, and i'm telling you what his his judgment on this is so bad and i was i was speaking last night to a group and i told him i said i can't wait until he is convicted you understand i mean and, and trans yes. evans another he has been pushing these uh, federal judges being prosecuted. Impeached. We need to impeach these yeah. guys. That's right. And that's exactly what, you know, he went around Congress and passed out books and books a couple months ago explaining how this works. Everybody's like, you're crazy. You know, if you people think you can get these judges, you, you know, they're, they're at the top. Oh, really? Well, I tell you, if you go after these judges and, and hold them accountable, they're going to flip on the DOJ. They're going to say, look, I'm not taking the heat. Y'all are the ones that put us up to do this. And, 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 and we're looking at serious consequences. I think they'll roll. But, you know, it, it's really so the Chris Alberts case, man, what an amazing experience to be able to testify in, in that. Now, I will tell you, I, I can't. The jury went into deliberations that are they're going in this morning. They will start that. I don't know. Uh, how long you never know how long it's going to take them uh please everyone pray that they do the right thing and adjust thing and find him not guilty on all counts and uh gosh what a hero coach this guy i mean he has served his whole life served people um he's in the service industry roadside assistance he helps works with police and troopers and sheriffs every, you know daily and uh, definitely that kind of step forward guy that you want on your team, just as a friend to know, you know, he's got your back no matter what. And, and they are trying to really just crucify him. It's a very important case for the public because the, the you know, the first amendment, second amendment issues are, are critical for this case. And, and hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll not only get the uh, results we want to from the, from the trial from the jury, but to be able to talk about everything from this trial, get the transcripts, you know, put these videos that we were able to uh, put into the public and into the court. You know, that's how it works. If you get these things into the court, then it becomes a public uh, video as well. You can share it. So, so David, are, are you telling part- me that, that this was your first opportunity to actually present some of the video evidence that you have to a court? This is the first time. Uh, they've. Uh, this has been entered into as evidence. That's exactly right. And, and what's amazing about it, Coach, they didn't let me uh, testify as an expert. They would not give me uh, credibility. Of course, uh, you know, I, I work for all these different attorneys. I'm a investigator for them. I do not have a private investigator's license outside of that. I'm just a carpenter. We all know that. But I have a, a knack for this. I was there. There's the specialty of doing it for two and a half years. You know, I've probably got over five or 6,000 hours just in video. That's not studying the whole thing, but just the video. So it all adds up. Uh, the overview is important, but, you know, they, they said that I was not an expert and they could not, I could not weigh in on anything other than a certain part of the experience. So that was really frustrating. But uh, they did, you know, they did uh, threaten me. Um, witness intimidation 101, I can tell you that I had to uh, waive my Fifth Amendment rights because they told me before I testified I had to bring my attorney in. And uh, they said, we want, we want to let you know that if you testify that you were there, we may file criminal charges. So, you know, I, hmm. I wish that they I wish they could be more specific. Uh, is that is that treason or seditious conspiracy or is that just a, a misdemeanor trespass, fifty dollar, because for stepping on the grass, literally. I mean, and that's all. How how far are they going to go to charge people? And if I'm one of the ones that's going to get charged, there's going to be ten thousand plus more people that stepped on the grass and nothing else. Yeah, that's crazy. And, huh? and, and where do we stop this? And, and and how crazy does it get? But uh, man, I tell you what, there is no question. That, that God is real, God is alive, God is moving, and, and he's moving in these cases, in these courtrooms, and in these juries. You, you're going to be amazed at the, the victories that are coming 
and, and, and we may think, hey, this is a small little thing. No, we, see how that we need one. We, we need one, right? We need one victory, uh, and then it'll start rolling. You know, you know it. You know it's going to snowball. Yep. And, and, and that's the whole thing, man. And it's not idle talk. There is so much evidence that is stacked up, and, and they can't hold it back forever. That's the beautiful thing about a coach. Everybody keeps pushing, and, and, and the awareness has just been, you know, amped up, multiplied so many times. So many more people know about big-picture issues and, 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 you know, getting over that, that press release that they did in the beginning of saying, Oh, they murdered a policeman. You know, that's yeah, been a hard yeah. thing to overcome. It sure. really has. And most people won't even look back at it. But, you know, being on Tucker a couple of weeks ago was really helpful. Um, and, and, you know, it's an interesting thing, too. Being on Tucker Carlson, I, I said that we have hostages, that, that, that they're being tortured, you know, their families. We have a gulag in America. This is terrorism by our government. They're, they're terrorists. And, and uh Man, all those buzzwords, keywords, no journalist picked up on the story that we have a, an American mm. Gulag Chronicles book. None of them. No journalist have reached out and said, hey, uh, you know, we want to know more. What's going on? So there's an intentional censorship on that book, not only the book, but on the prison situation, period. They want people to believe that the average time that someone's in prison may be a couple of days to a month. For them to get processed and put through and, and, and the way they do that is they'll take the people that do just go through for a day and it drops the averages right i mean these other guys have been in for some of them mm. 860 days wow. right wow. yeah yep. so you know when you look at it like that and the suffering the families the carnage for these children and these wives and, and that's the awareness man that's so, where so, we break it so david yep. you had you were on uh you were on Tucker last week, and I I missed it because I had the wrong day. Where where could we yeah. where could we find that, Dave? Can you can you send me a copy? Or is there some place I can go to find your interview with Tucker? Because yeah. that was a that was a big that was a big appearance, man, wasn't it? It was it was awesome, man. And, and listen, we did you know pretty good for the book for that. And of course, one hundred percent of the proceeds of the book go to the prisoners, guys. I want everybody to know I don't make a dime. Nobody on the board does. We're volunteers. We're just trying to get this story out, this message, and. And uh, so we did go with the book. You can go to my Rumble channel, uh, Stop Hate on Rumble, and scroll. I think it's going to be one of the newest videos. I mean, we don't we don't post a whole bunch right now, so it's probably stop stop hate dot rumble stop hate dot rumble. Uh, yeah. Okay. Good. We'll find it. We'll find it. Yeah. Check it out. Spread that out for me. Um, I need to put it on the homepage now. Daniel, my employee. That was also charged. He's he's looking at some prison time, most likely. Uh, he he has already been. He's waiting for sentencing. That's where he is in his his process. But he's a journalist. He went. He was late. He never saw a fence or barricade or a sign. Walked up the stairs. Saw an open door. People going in and out. Walked in. Uh, policeman said, you can't be in here. He was on Tucker. He was in the building less than a minute at the Capitol, and they were trying to put him in jail over 20 years. Okay, David, let me ask, let, let, let me ask you this, because I have a theory yeah. on it. Um, my theory okay. is uh, the Bible says if you smite the shepherd, the sheep will scatter. Are, is that what they're trying to do, Dave? Are they trying to arrest the leaders the way that you see it, knowing if they can punish the leaders that the, the folks who are following, I hate to use that term, but their their team will quit showing up? Is that what you think is going on? Man, it is exactly what's going on. I mean, now everyone's scared to protest. They're scared to go out in the street and say anything. And, and here's the way it works. And I said this from the very beginning. You know, you've got, let's just say, a half a million people even. that You know, the FBI could charge with lying. You know, Roger Stone and Martha Stewart and General Flynn all got in trouble for lying to the FBI. Well, if, if, if these people, these J6ers are saying, I didn't do anything wrong. The police were violent. All these other things. They could be considered the liars. They could bring charges hmm. on a lot of people. Wow. It, it wouldn't matter. But you're taking the leaders, the people that showed up when, when Trump made the call. He said, hey there. These are the podcasters, the potential politicians, the politicians themselves. These people that are activists, the ones that are allowed to have you know, influence with their friends. They're the ones talking. And that's who he just tried to eliminate. And let me tell you what. The right side of the political spectrum, the, the conservative side, 
needs to wake up that we Amen. are catching on. Got to so wake up our fast. churches, baby. Got to wake up our oh, churches. That's huh? where our only salvation <laughs> is, bro. Literally. Literally. Yep. <laughs> and, and yet we still say, we still say, Trump's the same. We don't. But, you know, as, as, a, as a country, save us, Trump. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We need Trump. There's no <laughs> other way out but Trump. I beg to differ. Me too, brother. I mean, what would happen <laughs> if he got hit by a truck tomorrow? Is yeah. everybody just going to lay down and let Biden go ahead and take the rest of America? No. I think not. So Amen. we have to keep things in perspective and, and remember, you know, keep God, God-sized. And, and remember, he's not a ring in his hands about, oh, what am I going to do about J6 or anything? He knows. He's got this. Dave, before I let you go here, brother, uh, what can we do to help your efforts, man? Man, you know, I do the best I can with what I have, with what God gives me. I try to be a good steward, and I try to get support for all these people and their cause, their their families, and, and, and their legal fees. I don't ask for much. I could use some help at stophate.com slash support. It's just how you support my team. I have people that I pay to do stuff that I can't do myself. And, you know, the computer stuff, I'm not, a, you know, it's not my faith. But the social media, all those things, there's a team of people that – that uh, help out and, and keep this thing rolling. We, we service we service so many people, and and the way I do that is through mm. the discovery and the government database, the footage, and you know I try to do that for free for these guys. And and I'm talking you know hundreds and hundreds of hours. That, you know, and I'm not asking people to pay that, but if you can help me out a little bit, support us, buy us lunch or a coffee or a tank of gas. Um, you know, just this straight shot to DC and back. You know, you just get, to be able to do that. They can, they, can, they can purchase the book, at the Gulag book would, would be a way yeah, that they, they can help. Yeah, they can do that. There's a, there's a link right there at stoppate.com. If you go to stoppate.com slash J6, there's probably 15 or 20 links. The prayer group, the letter writing, the contact your senator, the sing for freedom. You know, there, there's so many things people do. Some cost a dollar or two. Some are free. Of course, we want everybody to participate wherever they're gifted. And your audience has been so great to step up, Myra and everyone else, your prayer warriors and team. And, and, and you know, the division right now, Coach, I just got to address it real quick. We really have to stick together. This is really about that unity thing. I said in that movie, you know, united we stand, divided we die. And, and literally, we are getting so close to that point. We have to keep everything we can. And you know this as well as I do, the peaceful rhetoric even. And people yeah. are supercharged. They're looking for an excuse to blame us for anything. And it's not a matter of, oh, we need to keep our nose clean. It's a matter of, no, we need to do the right thing. And and listen, J6ers are being hunted, hunted. So imagine how that feels. But what if the tables were turned and Trump came into power and said, we need to hunt down all Antifa and BLM. Would you be down with that? Would you be down? See what I'm saying? We have to learn from our mistakes. We need our own water fountains as J6ers. We can't travel, can't do anything, can't vote or own a gun or all these things. When do we get this civil right to reverse? Man, we need our own water fountain now? I mean, we, we need to address <laughs> and remember, where, remember where other communities have been and where we want to be. That's yes, the, sir. That's it, brother. That's it. Amen. Amen. Can you take a couple questions there, Dave? Absolutely, brother. Clay, go ahead. Come on in, Clay. Hey Dave, uh, what's happening? Good to hear from you this morning. Hey, uh, I, what I'm wondering is Tucker Carlson, if he's got forty thousand hours of video, why are we have we only seen about you know two minutes of video in all this time that he's had it? Man, that's a great question, Clay, and I I, I can answer that with pretty quickly, I believe. And I feel the same way. As many shows and hours of shows he's done, he had me on there for two minutes. I could have used three or four. It'd been great. But, um, you know, he didn't have, I mean, he has access to it, but he didn't get a copy of it. And and he has to go down to the Capitol and sit at their little thing at their kiosk and look through the footage with his, well, actually it's his producers and his editors. They're the ones doing the work. But, you know, there's reasons, man, I'm sure that, that, that they're playing out their games. And, And unfortunately we're, we're, the pieces of that game, you know, yeah. and, and they're dripping that information out as they have to, not as we want them to. Um, 
and that's a great story to start with. I think it was really good to get the public kind of understanding that there's a flip side. It yeah. was a little extreme, a little extreme, because, uh, but 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 the flip side of that, Clay, is what do you do? Show the murders and, and freak people out and start some kind of conflict, you know? Because hey, if people saw everything that I've seen, I really believe they'd be storming the Capitol, and we don't really want that the way that that would happen now either. So it's it's a fine line, man, and it just everybody needs to keep their cool, keep their calm. And, and, and just remember that if you take somebody's life, you take their opportunity to meet Jesus if they're not saved yet. That's a tough one. That's, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Well, Ooh. David, I've got a book. I've got that American Gulag Chronicles book right here in front of me. I'm holding it up to the camera. And I just want to let everybody in. I want to let everybody know that uh, this is a great book. And one thing that we do at our house is that we do Bible study. And then we'll read letters from the J6 prisoners. Uh, and, and so my daughter is, is getting to hear those letters. And it could have been her dad that was in there and coaching sure. the team yep. that was in there. Yep. yep. Amen. That's Amen. right. That's Amen. exactly right. Could have been anybody. Could have been. And that's the point we all need to know. It could have been anybody. You go for something that you think is one thing, you get tricked into another, and you're in a bad spot. Yes, that's sir. why these people need our support so much. Amen. They just need Amen. Us. Thanks, Clay. Judah, Thanks, come Clay. on. Judah. Clay, the reason why Tucker's not showing it is because he's a controlled puppet. And you know what? These Masons, they do not want this truth out there. And David, thank you for standing up and being a man of God and doing what you're doing. You're all there with you. And you know what? I bought 10 or so of those American Gulag books. I took around and I gave them directly to pastors who are sitting on the bench. Oh, man. Nothing, hey. Not talking about it. This should be every Sunday morning, every pastor should be up at the pulpit talking about what happened because they all know what happened. We all hey, witnessed man, it. Boy, good point, Judah. Oh, that, that's so strong. <laughs> and when I, handed, when I handed the books to them, what did they do? I've seen it a thousand times in the football field. Defeat. They looked at the ground. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, check your laces. Check your yeah, laces. Check your yeah. laces. They didn't want to go you there. Know, and, that, and that's what's powerful about it. The, the, the Bible is very specific. The orphan, the widow, and the prisoner. And, and, and it's kind of like, man, coach, I get I get break up. But, man, when they said, you know, we, my lawyer said, I suggest you take the fit. I said, I can't. Amen. I can't. I can't. Nobody <laughs> else is speaking up for these people. I can't. I have to take one for the team, Coach. Yeah. Exactly. Amen, David. Great, David. Amen, Great, buddy. David. That's Amen. awesome. Yeah, we're thanks, with you, Judah. Thanks, thanks, Judah. Betty, come on in. Yes, I want to thank you, too, because God bless you. Uh, you got a lot of support. I bought a bunch of those books, too, and uh, gave it away to some that know what's going on, but I also gave some to the some of them that got their head in the sands. Yeah. And it's like, this stuff isn't really going on. I said, you read those stories and you tell me if it's not going on or not. You yeah, better start. Yeah. start. Yep. Yeah. So yes. thank you for all that you do. God bless you and safe travels. Amen. Amen. Thank amen. You so amen. Much. Thank you. Thank you for that. That's the truth. Yeah. And, and you know, these, we're all witness to this folks. We are all witness to this. Hey, if you want to, if you want to get a t-shirt about J6, I've got a J6 witness t-shirt. And, and, and the link is kind of messed up. If you click on the link, just click it again, see if it works. If not, reach out to me. We're trying to work on it. Uh, sometimes you get through. Sometimes, But J6 Witness, man, we've got the spiked cross and the J and the 6 and, and Witness. Some of that. We wow. are the people that have to tell the story. And, and that's why you've heard me say it, Coach. We encourage people to get an extra book for their library, to sew it into the fabric of our country. This is the founding fathers material people and they didn't sign up for it they were pushed into it and now they're standing for it they could take a plea they could go home but they're not because they understand what's at stake and that's an amazing position wow amen amen god bless you uh, jeff klein come on in jeff then myra david thank you for what you're doing and just to real quick let you know we're the ones here in ohio that's got our pastor that has the two felonies and five misdemeanors for preaching outside that capitol building he's set up for another wow. meeting here in about two weeks there are 
trumping up charges on him now. I mean, this is nuts. So I'm going to get on, turn him on to your website this morning, right away, early this morning. I'm going to get on there, order some books, and I'll get Pastor Bill plugged into your website. He's being railroaded. Thank well, you. Well, brother, I appreciate it. You, hey, you tell him if his lawyers need an investigator, I'm helping everybody I can. So with the video stuff, you let me know. All right, I will tell him. Amen. Thank you, Bless brother. You. Bless you. Bless you. Myra. Yes, Coach. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for leading us into truth. Thank you, David Summerall. I have a Bible verse for Kendra Turkey, David Summerall, and Jeff Crine. Isaiah 59, uh, I'm sorry, Jeremiah 32, 26 through 27. They came the word of the Lord unto Jeremiah, saying, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Hallelujah. Nothing too hard for him. Nothing too hard. Amen. I love that. Right. Thank you so much. Amen. Amen. Uh, luckily, uh, I, I don't believe in luck. You're welcome. This uh, this story has not been told yet, right? This this thing has not played out yet. And I I was I got several clips. I'm, I was gonna I was gonna play. Maybe I'll get to them. Maybe I won't. But you know, uh, we're hearing more and more about what David just said. And that is the impeachment of judges. These guys in Washington, D.C., uh, David, maybe you can add a little bit to it, but they are, they're getting orders from somebody, David, because, uh, I mean, I, first of all, uh, we're supposed to be, although the Constitution doesn't say a jury of your peers, that, that, that's in some of the other writings, it doesn't say that. But you certainly have the right to a, a trial by those who somewhat uh, have to share the same values with you, right? And 85, as sure. I said, about 85% of the people in D.C. who are sitting on the jury, 85% of them were Democrats who have believed all hey, this uh, stuff that it was an insurrection and all that crap. Hey, 100% of them were victims. 100%. If you lived in D.C., you were affected. Therefore, you should not be qualified to sit on a jury. The uh, judges are victims. The judges live there. The judges are victims. They should not be allowed to be a judge. Wow. They're biased. They're prejudiced. They experience something. They live with the result of something. They see the effects of something every day in their lives. None of them. All this is BS, Coach. It all yep. needs to go away. And, and these people. And listen, the comments that these coaches, uh, coaches that these judges are making about these 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 findings or what the the prisoners, the the things that they say. All we we want fairness. We want justice. That's involved. They're, they're hand in hand. You can't treat someone like this. No bail, no bond. Can't murderers no. and people that do bad things to children get bail and bond. Okay. And, and these guys, to say they're a flight risk or a danger is, is stupid. It's stupid. And they, they're criminal, these judges, for letting this continue. And, in, and in, oh, man, even bringing these guys to court half the time is just like, that's a criminal act in itself. They didn't do anything wrong. And we've seen this a crossover moment, Coach. We need to be reaching out to the left right now. The people that have been a victim of this criminal justice system, the people that have had these charges stacked on them, that are sitting in jail for 30 years for a stupid little bitty mm. charge for something petty that, that happens in their community. Amen. We need to be reaching out to them saying, guys, we get it now. We get it. We understand, and we're here to work together. Please help us. We'll help you. Let's fix this as Americans. Let's, let's get rid of this party stuff. Yeah, man. Get on down the road with what we need to do to fix our country. What we're going through, David, what we're going through, we have to go through, right? Together, what we're going through, together. we have to go through it. We do. We have to. We do. We yes, do. But Amen. we need each other now more than ever, brother. And we're going to learn more about that very soon. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Dave, Dave Allison, come in. Yeah, real quick. Thanks, Dave, for all you're doing. Hey, uh, I wanted to mention, Dave, the Pass Assault guys did a video. We did a song video oh, that yeah. we trying to get to the J6ers. I don't know, Coach, if there's any way Dave can get that, but that was really the intent. I, I, I think I sent that. it to you, Dave. I don't know if you, if you, you I, I absolutely forwarded it to the J6ers. They have seen that, man, and they appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. Oh, praise the Lord. Tremendously. And listen, the outpouring of love, not only from your crew, from a lot of people. I mean, it has been really overwhelming. These guys are so gracious. The gratitude is so real. You can feel it. Man, I talked to them on the phone last night in the prison. And, and I mean, it's just, we, we sit and cry to each other, basically. It's just amazing 
to, to know that people are stepping up and stepping in, you know, for their support, for them and their families. Man, when you get letters from these guys that say, here's my phone, to strangers, here's my yeah. phone number, please call my daughter and tell her I love her. What? What? <laughs> I mean, they want them to hear a voice that from someone they even know that I got a letter from your dad and he told me to tell you with my voice, he loves you. How wow. powerful is the word? How powerful is that? Oh. Hey, David, are, just as a side note, are you able yeah. to set, set up an interview with for me with one of those guys? Are they, would they be able Absolutely. to do it? Absolutely. Let's, I can let, make that happen. Okay, let's make that happen. I'd, I'd love to get one of those guys in there so we can hear firsthand exactly what's going on behind the, behind the doors. Let's Jack, do we'll Jack come on in, Jack. Okay. Uh, the only tools are money. Impeachment. We don't know anything about any of them. Impeachment is our key tool, and it's optics. Optics works. They use optics against us all the time. We wrote up, and, and I need to get you our history. Uh, one of our guys wrote a history of impeachment in the United States. It should be common, yeah. common tool in use all the time. We, we mean, put our article of impeachment on Twitter. Yes. But nobody uses it. Yeah, we're ready for Governor two let two Republican leaders and three county commissioners. Amen. A, a few impeachments. You're breaking up this morning, Jack. Hey, we, Jay, we hear Jack, Dave, David at stophate.com, Jack. You can hear me. David at stophate.com. Send me an email. Let's get together. I'd love to, to read everything you have and share it with the rest of the team. Those are the things we need, folks. We need everybody to get active, everybody get involved. Let's do some homework. Let's jump in here and, and save these people. They are not Amen. casualties Amen. of war. No, they are not, prisoners no. of war. They're prisoners they of war. Prisoner. They're actually hostages because prisoners have rights. But I'm just saying mm. they, they, they're not a lost cause. And, and, and once people figure this out, listen, I was talking to one of the lawyers this weekend, and, uh, and he said, you know, in 20 years, we're going to look mm. back and say, those J6ers were the heroes. They are the ones who stood their ground. That was the turning point. That was the moment. And those are the people. And, and I truly believe that. But we've got work to do to get that done. I want to share something with you out there. Spencer, if you could pull up for me. Uh, it says uh, protect government, not people. It's like the third thing down. David, I want you to hear this. I, I came across this this morning at lourockwell.com. And this was written by Ju- Julian Assange, if you can believe this. In 2017, scroll on down, all the way down up to the bottom there, if you can. Keep going, keep going. Way down, way down at the bottom. There you go, keep going. Uh, here it is, okay? This is from Julian Assange, David. I want you to hear this. Uh, he sure. said on August 4th, 2017, the overwhelming majority of information is classified to protect political security, not national security. Scroll on down. Spencer, because I want to read this to everybody, okay? It's on the screen. Here's what Julian Assange said in 2017. People shouldn't be punished for revealing the secrets of government. Government should be punished for keeping secrets from the people. It shouldn't be illegal to expose, expose the abuses and deceptions of your government. It should be illegal for your government to abuse and deceive. The government says it needs secrecy in order to win wars and protect freedom. History says the government needs secrecy in order to start wars and restrict freedom. The amount of power you have should be inversely proportional to the amount of secrecy you're allowed. Those with the most power should be completely open book who aren't permitted to hide anything from anyone. While those with the least power should have complete unimpeded privacy. Instead, it's the exact opposite. Ordinary powerless people are getting more and more surveilled while governments get more and more secretive and unaccountable. This 2017 Julian Assange. Slashing government secrecy would solve so many problems, partly because malfeasance functions best in the dark and partly because it would give democracy a fighting chance by letting the electorate make informed decisions about what's really going on. You can't claim to have a democracy when you're using government secrecy, censorship, and propaganda. Silicon Valley, algorithm manipulation, 
and the war on journalism control what people see. People can't use their votes to advance positive change if they don't know what's going on. Amen. Boom. That's the thing. That's the thing about the Washington Post slogan: "Democracy dies in darkness." It's completely true. It just happens that the Washington Post actively works to keep things in the dark. If I ever right. stumble across a magic genie's lamp, there's a limit to the things I'd be willing to change about the world because I wouldn't want to intervene on human sovereignty. But eliminating the ability of the powerful to obfuscate and distort the truth is something I'd happily commit to. End government secrecy. End censorship. In propaganda, in Silicon Valley alg- algorithmic manipulation, and in the war on journalism, so that people are free to see what's really going on in their world and help steer things in a positive direction. That's Julian Assange, August 4th, 2017. That's it, isn't it, David? Boom. Man, he nailed it. Knocked that out of the park. Home run. Yes, oh, sir. I'm telling you, clear to uh, a grand slam, bring them all home. That's right. That's right. That's right. That is that is where we are. Gen six. They tried to say that the congressional media is the eyes and ears of the riot, but we know the citizen journalists are the eyes and ears of the protest. It's all perspective. It's all perception. It's two sides of the building, two sides of a story, and this is the way they manipulate the people. They are dividing us intentionally. They want us to kill each other to make their job easier for them. It's all part of their big agendas. I'm not one of those conspiratorial guys, but I'm telling you right now, folks, each and every one of you is more powerful than any of them. And I can prove it to you. Each and every one of you can change this, but we have to do that together. I will never settle in my life for another bubble. I will never settle for the lesser of two evils. I'm not going to fill in those. I'm going to write names in from now on. I will never, ever do it another way. Because you beat the electronic part if you write on it. And if you don't settle for their bubbles, you don't play their games. You don't do their debates. You don't do their signatures. You don't do their buy-in. You don't let them decide who gets in the bubbles. And you don't choose the lesser two evils like we've done all our lives. Amen, baby. Amen. Write in the people that we want. We're going to organize that. And we're going to write these in. We're going to take them and we're going to eliminate the Democratic and the Republican Party forever. They need tombstones. They need markers that say, this <laughs> was their last day. R-I-P-G-O-B. I'm just saying. Amen. We have to defund the government. Defund the government. We by the to. way, by the way, I made a mistake. That wasn't Julian Assange who wrote that. That was just a tweet from Julian Assange. And I thought, uh, all right, it doesn't matter. It's all good anyway. It's right. You know what? It was powerful and <laughs> yeah. true. And, and listen, as a as a wannabe journalist, that they always say, oh, he's not a real journalist. Well, listen, the Supreme Court has never decided what that definition means and where those boundaries are. And yet we have our government literally imprisoning journalists. One of my journalists just got out of prison. I have another one of our journalists that's in prison. I have another journalist that's about to go to prison. These guys are journalists, and our government does not care anymore. So we... We are in this to win this, folks, but it's up to us to do all those things. And I want to talk more, Coach. We need to talk about the power of the pen. We really need to talk about that and get people motivated to take one pen that's mightier than the sword and go to the booth and really do their duty as a citizen to say, I'm making the change necessary and putting the power back in my hand. Amen. Ohio, Brett. Come on in, Brett. Hey, David, keep up the great work. We'll see you soon in Texas. But, Dave, you and Coach Dave, uh, you guys are out there. Coach Dave's been doing this for 30-plus years, localizing at the local level. Get off the bench, people. Get in the game. Yes, buy the book, but the book doesn't get you gas money or a meal. So also give at StopHate.com. See you soon. Amen. Amen. Brett, great to see you. And it's great to see you, brother. I look forward to seeing you soon, too, my friend. And listen, what a great team, Coach. And this is what it takes. It takes teamwork. It literally makes this dream work. And if anybody has a dream about freedom, you better start doing something about it right now. We are losing. Every moment we sit still, they take more ground. And they don't give it back. So if you're not being proactive, you're being reactive. And that's too late. It's like mothers against drunk drivers. 
you're not going to do anything till your kid gets hit by a yep. drunk. Yep. This is yep. not one of those situations. If you wait until the FBI bangs on your door, you're already in the system and you're not getting out of it. That's the reality of it. We have to be more proactive. Amen. Amen. Gene Schroeder. Come on in, Gene. Yeah, I just want to say there's one thing I want to make it clear. Why do we promote democracy? We're not a democracy. No. We're a republic, people. Amen. And right. all this have said is a democracy. We've got not to only the, promoting that. Gene, not only that, we are a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Those of us who are believers, you understand Amen. that? Man. Huh? They've pulled us in. He is our, our authority. Right. God That's is right. the only authority that we have. Amen. 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 That our eyes Amen. Are Joe Allen, then Judah. Joe Allen, go. Dave, uh, a lot, like a lot of us, I've been following you and uh, as well as seeing you on Tucker. But I, you know how a question is not a stupid question. But I That's have right. this question. Is why our constitutional rights in D.C. when we, we are on the grounds is because our constitutional rights are trampled on. Is it because D.C. is not a state? It's a foreign country. Oh, uh, that's a great question. And you're, you know, you're right in a lot of ways. That's the thing. Even the Capitol Police don't answer to anyone. You, you, you see what I'm saying? There's special rules for special people. That's the way they're playing us. And, and even the rules for that day, the Capitol grounds historically are open to the public people. They did things that day to, to intentionally do it. Now they're doing it in the courts to trick people yep. and, and try to get their pound of flesh. Amen. This is just an exercise for them to gain more control and more funding. It's like 9-11. You remember, oh, we need more money, so we have a counter to the terrorism stuff and Patriot Act. But now they're saying the same thing. Oh, we need to increase our budget so we don't have another J-6. Listen, audience, here's one big thing you can do that will help a lot. Start getting on social media and say January 6th was unprecedented because our government generally doesn't murder peaceful protesters when they show up to redress their grievances. Mm. The left has tried to take that word unprecedented. Even in the 1512, the obstruction of an official proceeding argument a couple months ago, they had the argument. At the end of the day, one of the judges said, but this was unprecedented, and the lawyers laid uh, down. If uh, one of them would have said, yes, Your Honor, it is unprecedented, we generally don't kill peaceful protesters Amen. who come to redress their grievances. So <laughs> let's get that out in social media that our government murdered people that day, innocent protesters, and that made it unprecedented. Amen, dude. Way to think, David. Judah, come in. Then Roger. Or is your hand still up, Judah, or did you just not take it down? Roger, come on in. Go ahead, Roger. Real quick. Isn't the D.C. controlled by the U.S. Congress, which is now controlled by Republicans? They control politically the entire environment from a funding and so forth. Why isn't that playing a stronger role in what's going on? Good question. Bingo. Bingo. And here's the thing. That's that funding issue. They don't want us to have it. They want them to have it. Um, I mean, if you really want to get to the nitty gritty, you're, you're on the, the money, literally. And, and when you follow that, it's a control and it's a power issue. They are not helping us. Even Tucker asked me in the interview, what about the conservatives? We've had very few speak out at all about J6ers. Yeah. And that's that uniparty, guys. They are not working for us. It's us working for them. Amen. Until people figure that out, that that's the way that they want to play it. And until we take that away from it, it's our duty. It's not what we want to do. It's our obligation to fix this for our kids and for our grandkids. And, it, and like I said, not violently. There's nothing in my vocabulary about that. It's all the right way at the right time, peacefully. But but I'm telling you, it is different, and it is different for different people. We've seen that in the justice system for sure because we see all these politicians that break laws and do their tax stuff and everything else never have any repercussions. But if you stepped on the grass in the Capitol, you might go to prison. Folks, I want you to uh... – David, I want to throw this out there. Just I've, I've said this over and over and over. Uh, it says, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God has suffered violence, and violent men take it by force. And I really believe, David, that the focus on that, 
on that scripture has been violence, and that's not the that's not the focus of that scripture. See, the violent, violent men, violent comes from the uh, comes from the root word violate, right? So it says the kingdom yeah. of God has been violated, not violence, yeah. not violence. It's been violated. It, they've overstepped their ground, right? They're not supposed to be able to do that. And he said, you better be careful because those who violate people do it by force. They do it by, yeah. the key word, David, is force, right? They force sure. us to wear masks. They force us to pay taxes. They force us to social distance. Force, force, force. And when they force you to do something, that's where the violence occurs because they are violating your rights. Folks, do you understand this? And so they love to tell us violent insurrection. That wasn't a violent insurrection. It was they forced no. it, right? They forced it. it Force. And what they what they were scared about, David, was wasn't the violence because people showed up peaceably. They showed up peacefully. They were afraid of the force, not the violence, right? We've got it exactly, exactly backwards. Right. And so what they want to tell everybody is these guys were violent. Vi- they were using violence. No, they weren't. They had been violated. And they Boom. were taking it back by force. Those are not the same, folks. We've got to understand that because they use that violence against. Okay, David, look. Hey, yes. good brother. Hey, listen. That's like the difference between a, a peacemaker and a peacekeeper. Amen, baby. Right? Yes. Right? Yes. And, and hey, there's Amen. a season for every. There's a season for everything, my brother. And, and listen, we're prepared to serve. That's all I can say. We're prepared to serve, not man and not this government, but God. And and these guys are not bending the knee. They're being violated daily, and they are not going to submit. To the false authority of this government, the freedoms come from God, not Amen. from the government. People need to understand, just like the Constitution Republic and uh, not a democracy. So there's so many things. They steal our words. They steal the meanings. They steal our time, our money, our lives. And it's time that we take back what God has given us. Amen. How dare they try to take what God has given as a gift. I, I think... To steal I think back to our friend Liberty Mel when she was arrested and tased down in, in Dayton about almost a year ago now. And it, folks, here's a great example of it. When they arrested Mel, she refused to get out of her victim, out of her car because she said it was violating her rights, violating her rights. So what did they do to get Mel out of the car? Huh? They used force. They used force. They broke the window. They tased her. You understand what's going on here? You understand that force is the problem. Violence is the action. They violate you through force. We have to we have to get this right in our head. If we don't understand right. the pressure is force. The fear of the IRS is force. It's not violence. The fear of the IRS violates your right. You see how this see how this thing works? Hey, hey coach, what do they call us all the time? A domestic terrorist? Yeah. I mean that that's what they're trying to say. We're domestic violence. Somebody look up uh terrorists or terrorism. Look up terrorism for me real quick. Somebody read me that that definition. We always go to Tell Webster, me. We always go to Webster's eighteen twenty eight dictionary. We're gonna do it right now. Terrorism. There you go. He won't even be yep. in Webster. He won't even know what that is. No, no results found. No results found. <laughs> it's you know, a ter- government-made word. It's a government-made word. Terrorism is the unlawful use of force or violence. There they go. But force or violence. Do you see that, folks? Force or Keep violence. Reading. They separate By the two words, right? Huh? Terrorism is unlawful, unlawful use of force or violence against persons or property to intimidate or coerce a government or civilian population in furtherance of a political or social objective. Unbelievable. 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 That's a good word right there, folks. So just understand, it's not even possible for us to really be terrorists. We don't have a political game. We're, we're not trying to do something like that. We're not politicians. We, we, we want what we want, but we're not right. trying to intimidate someone like that. This is about- a governmental program terrorism is a governmental program david uh, webster's dictionary which is up on the screen right now says terrorism is the systematic use of terror especially as a means of coercion 
listen, when you throw flashbangs <laughs> at a J6er's house to scare yeah. his neighbors and his friends, then you realize what that statement really means. Because yes, they are trying the shock and awe. That's what they said they claimed it. Hey, we want the shock and awe oh, for all man, this manhunt. And it, we're going to hunt these people. That we're going to use every resource. And we're looking for the fugitive times a million. I'm telling you right now, okay, two, 3,000 arrests if they want. There's still a million J6ers out there. And they all have a pocket knife. <laughs> hey we got david we got to run god bless you man thanks Coach, thanks for sharing pray? with us Coach, what? can you pray over david right now in the j6 lord father we just ask you right now that there's no weapon that's formed against david uh and nothing and all of those who are working with him they're going to prosper lord they're not going to yes, prosper Lord. we bring to end the works of the enemy in jesus name yes, cover lord. him lord cover him give him plans give him ideas give him uh, workers give him whatever he needs lord free yes, those lord. men let the walls fall yes. down lord let the yes, walls yes, fall lord. down in jesus amen name. Amen. 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 amen hang in there with us david well, folks thank, thank you brothers we'll see you tomorrow